She walks into the room with a smile, but I can see the weariness in her face, so I ask her how she's doing. With forced cheerfulness, she declares, I'm fine. After she sits down across from me, I lean in, look her in the eyes, and gently inquire, Okay, how are you really doing? She sighs and shifts her gaze downward. I'm worn out, she replies. I'm tired of trying so hard all the time. She tells me about all the pressure in her life, whether it's her looks, her relationships, or even her faith, it seems there's always a standard to meet. She carries an impossible to-do list in her heart that never gets completed. She lives in fear of letting someone down, and yet at times resents the very same people she's trying to please. Sometimes she fantasizes about running away from her blessed life just so she can have some peace. She says it's been this way as long as she can remember, and she doesn't know how to live differently. I nod in understanding and think of how I've wrestled with the need to be perfect, too. The struggle began in my teenage years, when I realized there were expectations to be met in every area of my life. School, social relationships, and even spirituality. I learned to hold my true emotions inside and perform so that I would be accepted. On one particular day, my boyfriend broke up with me, and I felt devastated. But I walked into my next class with a forced smile. Fortunately, someone loved me enough not to let me get away with it. A friend took me by the shoulders, looked straight at me, and said, Holly, stop faking it. That moment turned out to be life-changing because of this. Until then, I didn't think anyone could tell when I was faking it. I had become an expert at going through the motions and trying not to let anyone down. I thought my performance had been believable. But now someone stood in front of me, cutting through the masquerade and saying, it's okay to be real. I desperately wanted to believe that truth. I didn't want to keep pretending, but I had no idea how to change. Even more than that, I was terrified that if I let my struggles and true emotions show, God would be disappointed in me. Fear held me back and held up the corners of my smile like strings on a puppet. Although I made some progress, I never really figured out how to stop trying so hard in high school. By the time I graduated, I had come to believe I could never live up to the standards and expectations. So when I went to college, I took a chainsaw to the pedestal I'd been placed on and completely rebelled. I made poor choices and ended up miserable. Then I truly felt trapped. I didn't want to be perfect, but I also knew my destructive way of living had to stop. God began relentlessly pursuing my heart in that in-between place between law and grace. He sent people into my life who accepted me in all my brokenness. He caught me when I fell. He revealed the legalism and lies that had led me to this cage of desperation. I learned, or perhaps relearned, that walking with Jesus is always first and foremost about a relationship. My heart had begun to heal. Then I got married and began a career. In my mid-twenties, my husband and I decided to start a family, only it didn't turn out the way we planned. Seven years of infertility and loss led me to struggle desperately for control of my life. I thought if I could just do everything right, then surely God would give me what I wanted. But he didn't. I fell into depression, and he met me again in that place. He showed me once more how hard I'd been trying to keep it all together, and in that season, 
I learned how love could hold me together even when my world fell apart. God has continued to peel back layers of perfectionism in my life, bit by bit. He's restored me in more ways than I even knew I needed, and he continues to do so. When I began working as a counselor and then a life coach, I discovered other women struggled with the need to be perfect too. And as I wrote about this on my blog as well as in my books, I heard more of the same through comments and emails. Here's the reality. I've yet to meet a woman who doesn't struggle with the pressure to be perfect. Even the ones who seem to have it all together. Maybe especially those who seem to have it all together. We are all in this battle, and we can help each other find victory. So on the day when yet another woman shared with me what I'd heard so many times before, I knew the time had come to write this book. I reached across the table and touched her hand with newfound hope in my eyes. You don't have to be tired anymore. Your life really can be different. She looked up at me with a half smile.